I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's me, Daniel. Welcome into Drummer Daily. Once again, I am wandering around my house like a confused madman uh, walking around. Just because it's kind of weird, but it's because the weather's nice outside. It got warm for a day. Um, after being cold for so long, and so we've got windows open, and um, I'm, we're baking bread for friends, and just all kinds of nice stuff happening, and so whenever it's nice outside, it always gives me a little more energy, um, but hey, thanks for joining me. This is episode number 180, 180, um, and before we get started, I just want to remind you that you can get a ton of free training for becoming a professional drummer, including Boom Click Boot Camp. Uh, my super popular click track training program, uh, some drum mixing tutorials, and a bunch of other stuff just by going to prodrumacademy.com and clicking the button that says get the Pro Drummer Essentials Bundle. And it is free. So there's really no reason not to do that right now. So head over there and do that. All right. So today I want to get back into the kind of regular flow of things, which means answering some of your questions and I've realized I have got quite a pile of questions that have piled up um, from going back uh, almost, I'm trying to think how many months, it's almost six months now worth of uh, questions that I've got uh, from you asking about different things that relate to being a drummer, being a professional drummer, getting recognized, things like that. So I'm going to jump right back into that today. And the first thing I got uh, that I haven't answered yet is from Zach. And he actually asked two questions. And uh, I'm going to answer both of them as best I can today. So uh, the first question, and the, and the more in-depth one, is um, he wants to know how do you get noticed and network and get sessions and become recognized by people. Um, and Zach tells me that he's 16, um, so he's working uh, towards a lot of things, and he's been trying to save up for some recording gear and some drum gear and things like that. Um, and so he doesn't really know um, where to start with all of that. Um, and so I want to answer that question in a couple of different ways, but the most important thing to know is this, the idea of getting noticed and networking or getting gigs or getting sessions, all those kinds of things, that's really, um, no different as far as, um, how you go about it than you would any other business. Um, being a drummer is not unique as far as some of the concepts that are behind all this. And here's what I mean. Um, if if you uh, if you look at being a drummer, um, there's there's two different audiences that I think of for for myself as a drummer. One audience is um, what I call like the inside baseball crowd. It's the people who 
um, are the other musicians, the producers, the the people that uh, might kind of be in the music industry or in the music community that I'm with. And um, those people are the ones uh, that I generally tailor what I do towards. And that's something I still do to, the, do to this day um, with my own like Instagram videos, things like that. So if you're a drummer and you uh, like my Instagram videos and things like that, that's on purpose. I'm, I'm creating this stuff for you. Um, the other audience, um, the, other than like the inside baseball crowd, is the kind of a general audience. People who maybe aren't in the music business. They're just people who enjoy music, people who enjoy listening to music. They might even get excited about uh, watching other drummers um, play, things like that. Um, and so that's a different audience. And a common mistake that I see um, drummers who are trying to kind of get their foot in the door, so to speak, is that they start crafting what they what they do, and I don't mean just online as far as videos and stuff go. Uh, I experience a lot of it online because that's just you know the way the, where the world is today. But even in person, um, what what I see are drummers who have put all of their effort and time into impressing and getting the attention of the general audience, the non-musicians, doing uh, the complicated stuff that's really exciting because a lot of, um, let's be honest, a lot of average music listeners don't really necessarily know the difference between uh, a simple pattern that feels good and a simple, simple pattern that just kind of is okay. Um, playing the same pattern with feel versus playing it just okay. The general audience doesn't know that kind of thing, doesn't pay attention to that kind of thing. So um, a lot of drummers that you might come across online or a lot of musicians that you come across online have probably um, at, at some level put their effort into uh, being attractive to a general audience. Now, um, Zach, in your email, you actually mentioned a couple of um, individual drummers uh, that uh, are kind of inspirations to you. And what's interesting about a lot of the a lot of the drummers who you might say are studio guys who are really well known now, a lot of them, at least on the internet, um, have have made a conscious effort to make their work more well known to a general audience. So I guess what I'm trying to say is. Um, I know a lot of professional musicians who are very busy as session musicians, especially who don't post anything online uh, about their playing. You don't, I mean, they might post pictures, but they don't post videos of themselves playing things like that. So all of this to say that your, that your approach to becoming a, uh, becoming known or getting gigs, you're going to have to choose, um, who you're trying to please. I think that's, especially early on, you're saying you're 16, it's early on you're going to have to choose whether you want to impress your friends who aren't musicians or you want to impress other musicians who might hire you. Um, and me personally, I got lucky from a very early age. I put all my eggs in the basket of impressing the other musicians. Um, I had a couple of drummer friends, you know, in the drum line and stuff in school that were always trying to learn these crazy you know, things I learned on these instructional DVDs that really weren't helpful at all. Uh, but they tried to learn these complicated things and they had these giant drum sets and stuff. And that stuff's fun when you're a kid, you know. Um, but I always had my eye on the prize, so to speak, and that was I want to be a paid musician. And so I always focused on a different set of things. So 
My first tip is to focus on things that you think will impress other musicians um, in your playing. And so um, that's number one. The other thing is recognize that if you are young and you are focusing on those things, that just exhibiting the, the discipline in your playing that you want to keep it simple, but you want to play with feel, that you've mastered certain simple, basic foundational blocks of playing, um, and that you enjoy those things, um, just that alone combined with being a younger drummer will be enough to get the attention of a lot of people once you get yourself in situations where you can play with them. Uh, one, of my, one of the things that I loved to do when I was younger, and I didn't get a chance to do it so much, um, but I did it a couple of times and it was like a really really encouraging experience for me and a really fun experience, experience for me was in Nashville, of course, as you might imagine, there's a lot of different clubs and different types of music, of course, lots of country music, you know, bar bands, things like that. But there was a blues club, and I don't think it's around anymore, but it was called the French Quarter Cafe. And they used to have uh, open blues jam nights. And what that would be was, uh, it was kind of like karaoke, but instead of putting your name in to come up and sing a song, you would sign your name up on a list, and it would be, um, uh, I like I would put my name on the list, I put my name, I'm Daniel, and I'm a drummer. And what would happen is every song they'd rotate in or out one musician from the band. So no two songs had the same exact band, but every every new song only had one different musician. So I'd rotate in on drums, then a couple of songs later, you know, my friend Brian would maybe come in on the guitar, and I, but I'd be gone, like all that kind of thing. So anyway, I was like 14 or 15 at the time when I first went, and they didn't care about how old you were. And so I did it, and a lot of the... Um, a lot of the older guys who were kind of the normals there um, were so excited that I was a young, there was a young drummer who was sticking to the basics and trying to make it feel good for simpler music like blues music. And they asked me what my name was, and they got my contact info. I think my dad gave it to him, you know, because I was that young. Uh, but uh, that was when I first realized, as a, as a younger drummer, that most other drummers aren't doing stuff like that. And I started getting... Uh, paid gigs more and more uh, because people understood that I was, even though I looked young, I actually was was uh, holding it together. Um, and so I guess what I'm saying is, Zach, is that uh, if you have to be willing to recognize what characteristics about you are going to set you apart right away, and it's not necessarily a talent that you have or a skill that you have, it's probably going to be a quality about what kind of drummer or what kind of musician or what kind of person you are. Any of those things will be enough to get you gigs most of the time because most of the time musicians aren't that disciplined. They aren't self-aware enough to even know those things. So all of that to say, if you are a young drummer and you are mature and you can be disciplined in your playing and not overplay and keep it simple but make it feel good, um, be aware that that's enough to make you stand out, but then go put yourself in situations where you have the opportunity to showcase those skills. Uh, don't get find yourself in a situation um, where uh, you get you let your nerves, your excitement get the best of you, and then you end up overplaying and trying to show off. Um, that won't work out. That's what happens to a lot of other drummers. And the other thing I want to say is, uh, and this goes for anybody, no matter what age you are, is you always got to practice for the gig you don't have. In other words... You always have to prepare and practice at home as if you were preparing for a huge opportunity. And if you have to imagine and make up some kind of specific imaginary opportunity that you're you know, going to have in the future, like an audition or something like that, 
do that. That's fine. But you've got to you've got to practice for a gig that you you may not have or the opportunity that you may not have yet. So I hope that helps gives you some direction. Um, I don't know exactly. I know I know generally where you're from, Zach, but I don't know much about that area, um, and so I can't give you super specific uh, you know advice like go here and do this kind of thing. But I hope this kind of helps uh, point you in a better direction. The other question you have was about recording gear and what should you initially invest in. And my own approach to uh, recording gear, especially when you're first starting out, is to, uh, I would say, start at the drum and work your way down the signal chain back to your computer. So what I'm saying is, um, in, 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 a, in, in fewer great mics are always better than a lot of not so great mics. So if you can only afford one microphone, for example, I would say get a Shure SM57. It's less than $100 US um, and start there. And then maybe if you can afford two mics, maybe get two Shure SM57s and put one kind of as a general drum kit mic um, and then um, put the second one as a kick drum mic. And then maybe later on you can upgrade and add a kick drum mic. And so you end up with a kick drum mic um, and then two overheads. So start with a few microphones that are kind of the old standbys. Um, from there, you know, uh, honestly, with this day of digital interfaces, I would say buy an interface for your computer that gives you enough channels to plug those microphones in and then get a piece of recording software um, that you can afford, whether that's, I believe, Reaper is free or you can get, I think you maybe can pay for it. It's like $60 or something all the way up to, you know, Logic, which I think is a couple hundred bucks or Pro Tools. They have all different versions of that. But I would say... Uh, Get a program and and start working. Uh, don't don't wait and don't save up all this money until you can afford ten microphones and a you know awesome Pro Tools HD rig or whatever it is. Uh, start somewhere because you're going to find a lot of things just in the practice of recording yourself. You're going to learn a lot about your own playing, but you're all going to also going to learn a whole lot about your own sound and where you need to improve, maybe at tuning or other things like that. So I would say. With any of this, getting started is better than waiting until you have the perfect set of circumstances to do it. All right, so thank you so much, Zach, for writing in. Hey, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer here on the podcast, just send me an email, daniel at danielhadaway.com. And I normally don't reply right away, but I will reply uh, within a couple of weeks and let you know that um, I got your email and I'm going to try to work it into the podcast. And my timer for bread is going off right now, so I'm going to run, and uh, hopefully I will see you again real soon here on Drummer Daily. Bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack 
for free shipping and 365 day returns.